Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are back for another podcast. We got Mr. Anatoly Filatov, the Russian phenom. He's been on quite a heater the last few years, fresh off some massive scores. Anatoly, how are you? Hey, what's up, Jeff? I'm good. Thank you. I just like came from the Bahamas, had a good day and won the tournament and I feel great. Yes, you're fresh off some big scores. You had a million dollar score recently, which is nice. That's a seven figure score. That's hard to do. Um, you also have uh, done well in the, the live stops recently and party poker tours. You've been winning some side events, which is always it's hard to win in poker. People don't understand the actual first place, right? It's like second, third, fourth are nice, but winning is so hard. What? Give us a little bit of a secret. What's been going on with you lately? Actually, there was no secret in this tournament. I just run pretty hot so i was a cheap leader before the final table but then i was the shortest stack on the final table and i didn't expect anything for the tournament the main thing for professional player is just if you have like the difficult tournament with a good with strong feel you just have no expectation mm -hmm. that's what i did i just decided i did to make right decisions that was a key point and then i just run good I won. I made two big bluffs in the beginning of the final table. So after that, I get to average stack, and and then I just run really good. And then forehanded, half an hour after the break, forehanded, boom, I win the first place. But I didn't expect it at all. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nice. Heaters are real. You know, poker is a lot of momentum, a lot of confidence, and your peers start to get more respect. You notice they, they get a little more scared, and, and there's no question you've been doing really well. But uh, we're going to look back on your Hendon mob, kind of look through your career. Tell everyone about um, kind of how you got into poker and what it was like growing up. So you're 28 years old? I'm just 31. 31 now. He was yeah. born, that's right, born on 8888. <laughs> We're very lucky at Party Poker to have Anatoly on our team because there is a there is a competitor, 888 is a big site, and I'm sure they <laughs> approached you. I, I You would have leveraged that. That's a that's a crazy birthday, man. You're a lucky guy. That's like, I, I've, I've never met anyone, 7777, 8888, very exclusive <laughs> club, so that's cool. Uh, tell us about how you got your upbringing, your parents supportive of poker, and how you got into it. I just started playing program when I was studying in university. I studied computer science. So I get into this game really deep and I spent a lot of time. I just like, I was reading all the books that I found. Mm -hmm. I, I discovered poker strategy. So I started to read all the articles, all the videos. Then I started to play sitting goals tournament. Then I went to MTT and you know, I get the 50 bucks for free on party poker. That was my first like, what no, year was non, this? Non-deposit bonus. When was this? What year? Uh, 2000, I know, Roughly. 2008, 10. I guess, 2007. Okay. So, and after that, I, I just played poker and then I had 5K bankroll. I didn't even know how to withdraw money. Mm -hmm. So then I lost 4K and then I started to play MTTs more. So, yeah. Uh, and then it goes like after I finished university, I decided to play poker for a while. So, and then one year I went to the World Series of Poker and I had zero cashes there. What so, year was that? Uh, I think it was 2011. Let's uh, let's take a look over here. So as we're talking, just kind of going through the timeline again, guys. Give him a follow on Twitter, Instagram. You do more Instagram than anything, right? That's your yeah, I, so can follow along with your career and, and get a look into his 
life here. So we'll, we'll take a look on Instagram. He also has a YouTube channel, a very popular. You do a lot of vlogs. But it's, it's, it's all in Russian, so. That's okay. I see that in the chat here. What, what's this? He's saying, what's up, Flow Show? And someone's speaking. I saw some Russian here. It might have got... It got, you know, it, it might have got, uh, you got to help me out, translate kind of, on, on some of the Russian. Ink in Russia, so. Yeah, it, it, but Russian, check it out. It's interesting vlogs. Maybe there's some some Russian viewers out there as well. And of course, we do have a retweet today. If you want to ask Natalia a question, we're going to spend some time. Party Punk giveaway, $55 ticket. You are eligible if you ask a question and follow the instructions. So you can see that that was your trophy shot from Baha oh, yeah. Mark just exactly. a week ago, about a exactly. week, week and a half I ago. like this picture, actually. It's a great picture. Very casual, very, very comfortable. Nice get the win but we're gonna look back here so so talk to me a little bit about you it looks like 2012 you were playing online then for a while before you made the, oh yeah the dive. definitely and th was this your first tournament here at Merritt I've been to Merritt but no, nice place the, to play. I, the first 40 tournaments I didn't catch first 40 40 tournaments I didn't catch wow. even once so Holy yeah God. it was a long way to get the first cash and the live tournaments and uh, yeah I didn't I didn't you know I didn't yeah, play really well, I guess, and run bad, but no give up, and that's it. Boom. First cash. First cash, final table, you get a fourth. It's nice to make a final table, but I guess, like, yeah, it's not a, not your first ever tournament. You're 41st or so. You do hit a couple scores, and then uh, I see a six-figure score here in Berlin oh, EPT. Yeah. This is 2013, so what was that like? Did That that was kind of, uh, you know, that's a big deal, right, to get a, to get a six-figure score, get some confidence, and it's a main event, I guess, so, EPT. Yeah, it was like you or something and we had the three-way deal it was my biggest score but before this tournament uh, I played uh, Harper's sitting goes heads up and I lost actually I lost like 40 or 50 percent of my bankroll oh, wow. <laughs> straight before this tournament so that's why I sell a lot of action and a few of the guys were really happy about my big score Nice. And then, yeah, you're, you're battling, you're in there. And then all of a sudden in 2014, $10,000 buy-in. So is, I guess, a, yeah, it's a side event and you get a nice 366K uh, score. Fabrice Solier, very good player. Been around for a long time, has some good results. What was that like? That That's a significantly larger score. That's oh, nice. That, that was a pretty interesting tournament. So I played the main event, EPT Vienna, mm -hmm. and I ran pretty well. I was like on TV table and top 25, I was like second stack to start but okay. then I just busted I played a few hands really bad and then I just lost the flip to Stevie Chilvik mm -hmm. ace queen over pocket force well, I remember look that look at this memory I three bad ace queen and you. Stevie just jammed like pocket force and I hit the quads or something so I busted I was really upset but then I decided I decided to play 10k instead and yeah um, I get the heads up against Fabrice Sulia and yeah I lost we didn't make a deal we didn't even discuss the deal so I decided if he proposed me to make a deal maybe I'll see the numbers I right. definitely see them but I decided not to propose by myself I don't I don't know why I think I had I, I'm pretty sure I had an edge on in this heads up so that's why I didn't want to do that but I get punished uh, and I lost I lost the heads up but yeah it was a pretty pretty cool score but second place in poker it just you never get you know, yes it's, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to explain if you're not a poker player, have to finish second. But yeah, it was a great score anyway. Yeah, I've had a, I've had many seconds that, you know, for, for close big World Series of Poker, WPTs, and it hurts because it's like so cool, but you just, you know, yeah, you're the still... numbers are great. Anyway, yeah. after after like a few weeks, the numbers are great, but you still have little feeling about it. But 
Right. Yeah. It's a very, it's a, it's a bizarre feeling. You're right for <laughs> sure. But that's a great score. And then, so how is your, how's the family support at this point? Is this cause in Russia, how is gambling or poker? Um, how is it sort of, uh, <laughs> Received? Is it like a accepted kind of part of the culture? Is it not really? No, normal? it's not at all. All the generation thing that you're gonna lose all your money, your your home, and so on. So right. They just can't ask you like. But I mean, nowadays uh, people think that they they're okay with poker. I think they heard about it because the times are changed and so right. on. So, but my parents they never they never speak about it like about. Poker. But when you told them, hey guys, I'm. I'm playing poker professionally where they just like, okay, support it. We love you. Be careful. Okay. Whatever. Because like I saw, I, I didn't think that I would play poker professionally. I thought I will just play for when I'm studying and so on. And then I get to business or sales and work in the company, like live the normal life. But then it, you know, goes better and better. I started to make uh, videos like blogging and so on. And the results were, really good so that's why I get to the poker and, and when did you become an ambassador for party poker it was 2017 so before that I was an ambassador for Russian poker site poker dome okay uh, for one year 2015 after two uh, so I I was like the best Russian player 2014 by GPI after yeah, that I 2015 awards, yeah. I was like poker dome ambassador then my contract finished we didn't you know find the, the stuff to prolongate it I was like free for a while so i streamed for 888 mm-hmm. and then party poker like rebrand and gets to the russia back to the russia and it was a tournament in sochi and they asked me to make a few streams like uh, to sochi and then i met tom and sochi we discussed a lot of things tom waters yeah he was my last podcast guest oh yeah, yeah. and actually when we spoke, when I spoke to Tom, it was like he explained what they gonna, what party is going to do, like what the main goals and the reputation of party poker wasn't really good in, on uh, Russian community because a lot of guys were banned and we had some difficult cases with that. Right. So we discussed it, then we we find out a few guys like with these big cases and actually I liked I liked a lot the position of party poker and Tom and just. After one hour of discussion, uh, we decided like to Move sign forward. Yeah, well, to sign the contract. That's so. awesome. That's very cool. I see uh, in in our live here on YouTube, we see uh, Neil saying, "I still play on Poker Dom." So that's what that's a that's a just a specifically Russian poker site. Uh, it's not. It just presented like it's Russian. It, okay. It's based like. Curacao or something. Ah, okay, but it's that's a less popular for amongst yeah, Russian it's, players. That, it's, yeah, it was like Russian, yeah. but it works in other other countries too. Interesting. Okay, so you sign with Party Poker. That's a big deal, right? It's a major brand, and you can see from 2017 to now the trajectory. A lot of exciting projects. Things oh. are happening fast. Twenty million dollar guarantee coming up here. Are you going to be playing that? The 10K oh, for buy-in? sure. Millions online. This is like the dream to play online. Just win a lot of money straight from your apartment. That's and we have a lot of satellites. So yeah. it's a good opportunity. And I think if you're a poker player and you're dreaming big about hitting the big score, like yeah. like I did when I was younger, like I, I was dreaming to play the world series the main mm-hmm. event right and then i played and didn't cast but it doesn't matter now right. yeah no part, i mean honestly part of the those big events and those you know maybe you sell some action you do some swaps you get in it, it's a great experience to play it, it really yeah. you know you feel it the energy it's like I mean, it's a when crazy you play the, experience the first win is the most sweetest i guess like the first big win is the yeah. sweetest and now you try to have the same feelings but you can't when mm-hmm. i win like the big tournament i don't i don't have this feeling anymore it just like became i became i guess maybe more professional so right well it's important right because you want to you want to when you bust the 
big buy-in. You don't want to be too down and depressed. And when you have a big score, I think that shows your how you are a true professional because you want to stay balanced, right? You don't want to, you win a lot in a tournament. You don't want to think you're the best player in the world and get so cocky. And if you lose, you don't want to be, uh, feel sad, right? So it's important to try to keep as balanced yeah, as possible. It's better for a professional player. It's better to, to act this way. Right. No, don't. I mean, of course, you win a big. You just had a million dollar score. That's got you got you got to celebrate a little. It feels good, right? Yeah, to set a, a milestone. Th- there was a million dollar score in Rosvedel, but it was a hundred k tournament. Yeah, so, still, and it's I played two fifty, and I played two fifty before. But in Binance, it's not that much. Right. Yeah, yeah it's but true. For, it's a, just for the like for the media and for the people, it's a yeah. lot of money. How, how how was that? Tell me about your experience here in playing the two fifty and the hundred. I liked it a lot. Actually, I didn't feel any pressure about this tournament because I know all the players who who did play so the main point was that I didn't want to make a lot of re-entry like I didn't want at least I didn't make any re-entry so so I was a little bit scared to play big pots against some guys and they they could put some pressure on me but Mm -hmm. I tried to avoid this pots and 250 I busted on 10th place it was five five places paid it was a great experience I liked it a lot I yeah, and of course I lost to Ryan Riss, who's the best player in the world. <laughs> Wins or ace eight. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Did he did he cash? Uh, I think he didn't. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Reese, he's, uh, he's always he's deep. He seems to know how to play tournaments well, and then he does. You know, you can't, you can't say uh, can't say he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows how to play. Actually, he he ran pretty deep in Bahamas. He, he was in he the was very deep in one well. k, and yeah. he was deep in main event. Yes. So. Yeah, he seems to penetrate these big fields. He yeah. Knows, he's, knows how to navigate. Fellow Michigan shout out to Ryan. Um, but yeah, so you do. You, you, you find yourself playing these higher buy-ins. Is it pretty crazy, though, to see yourself now? You're playing $250,000 entries when you look back on your career and where it started and how you're playing online. You know, $10 uh, looks, sitting goes. Actually, it looks amazing. But, yeah, it looks amazing, definitely. But I don't feel I don't feel it, like, because I played. I already played it. I don't feel it like that. But uh, for the people, it looks great. And I want to continue. It just was a few tournaments. But the first 50K tournament I played 2014 in Macau. So, and that was 100K tournament. And I uh, I finished seventh or sixth place in this tournament. Was this so. the hand to Mike McDonald? You had a combo oh, draw, oh. seven high, seven high combo. It wasn't combo draw. It was just a gut shot. And okay. Yeah, it was a sick hand against Mike McDonald. And yeah. I won with a seven high mm. against, but I think we both played really bad this hand. <laughs> but I think that he played better than me, but he lost. So the yeah, I just I think I mean raised the small blind. He clicked it from the big blind. We had like seventeen bigs deep, seventeen mm. bigs. Wow, crazy! So I called seven three, suited. Yeah, it was like four five something. I just jam. He had two three with the backdoor flush. He had like five six. Oh wow! No. Three four. Three four, four. Yeah, yeah. Five six. I had seven three. So and then brick brick. I won with seven high. Well, then you would have a pair of threes. Three four flop. No, I think four five. He had five six. I had seven three. Oh, oh yeah. So, so four seven. Yeah, you had a seven high. He had a he had a straight draw. You had he a straight had, draw, but you had seven high. Yeah, whatever the board how had, it came. Yeah, yeah. And you held. That's pretty crazy. That's not easy to win with seven high for a big pot. That's like, sick hand. It's crazy. Those are the ones you never forget. I remember this tournament actually was a 50k uh, um, or 25k or so on. And uh, Fabian Kwas won the first place ooh, and he ooh. busted me. I had pocket tens against his aces. I remember everything. Like the first time you play this tournament, yeah. you remember a lot of hands. Right, for sure. Well, that's crazy. That's good. So you've traveled the world. I mean, is that something you would say? What are the, what are the best parts about being a professional poker player? Getting into travel, your own schedule. 
What, what have you learned playing this poker? This is one of the best parts that you can travel all around the world and you can see different cities, different museums, different. you can meet different people. With right. And then you're like, you have the international experience and you see how people live in different countries. So yeah, that's good to be open-minded in this case. And like, uh, especially, you know, the Russia, the Soviet Union was a pretty close country. And for example, my parents, they, they don't travel that much. Like they didn't travel a lot when it was Soviet Union. So that's why I have this experience and I see how like things works in like, yeah, I like it a lot. That's awesome. And where, where do you think the difference, the major differences do, to play online or live? You prefer now, are you more of a live or an online player? Do you, would you say? Uh, I think right now I'm more live player for sure, because I play usually Sundays and sometimes like, I play on during the week, but before that I played online mostly. Yeah, but now 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 time times like changed and this like the tough tough fields online if you if we speak about hard binds. But I like to play big series like Power Fest yes. and so on. So yeah, during the big series you usually stay at home and play play online. But then I decided to travel a lot and I was in Brazil. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. Yes, we were there. I remember we saw it. Yeah, yeah I liked it a lot. And actually, yeah, the, everyone told us it's so scared, like you have to be careful and so on, but nothing bad happens yeah. to us. So, And we saw a lot of stuff in Rio. Uh, we had a helicopter tour later. I didn't like it because it was no doors in helicopter, yeah, I, but I, I liked it. I saw that. You did that tour. That's cool. I, helicopters scared me a little bit, but they're they're fun. And I saw that. You did that. It's great. It's a beautiful city, Rio. Good place to do a tour. Oh, right? yeah. Over the view. It's and beautiful. I finished second there in 10K also. Yeah. I stone bubbled that. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, stone, that was off the money. Actually, Jeff, Jeff, like had, he has a good patience. Like, I mean, if it's a bubble and he's sure, I'm pretty sure he usually get Find into a the way, yeah. no mistakes but, and so on. But, but we need, to, we're gonna work on that. We need to help. I don't. It's not fun to be short on the bubble, right? It's more fun to be chip leader, <laughs> exactly. crazy, and being all in, putting. Pressure. I was a chip leader actually, but then Ryan Riss won against me. I had Jackson. He had Here tanks. he is again. He's in every tournament yeah, exactly. with us against me. Stevie Chilvik and Ryan. They they. So all- got, yeah, you had Jackson. He had tens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there at the table. Yes, exactly. And I was like, because f- I'm like, Please, I like no. this guy, but it was. I know that it was. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tight i lost ace uh kings to ace six at that table versus yeah. the crazy guy yeah. river oh, ace oh, that was, was a so very sick. bizarre hand sick yeah that. so anyway but the the guy's always there you're deep you've been having in this particular tournament you've gotten first second third or second i mean third i finished third in canada in montreal yeah yeah you're getting crazy results it's amazing we're going to take a look and scroll through your your head and mom more recently uh, is there anything you attribute to Recently, have you made some adjustments, some studying, some some ways in maybe certain spots you're thinking about differently? That, that or is it partially running very well? Obviously, in a term you have to run well. But do you feel like when you go, do you think like, oh, I have a new sort of secrets or new way that I I'm think approaching the no game? There's no secrets. There's no secrets. You just have to make right decision all the time and try to play your best poker. That's what I'm trying to do, but I usually make mistakes. But if you see how I run in main events, I usually I have like no catches yeah i won one there was millions in russia oh, yeah i won one but 900, i don't have a lot of caches in mains but some players they just catch every main like right just uh like adrian mateos and other guys they just always run deep in the main events so maybe i should try to do that also yeah it's not a bad strategy <laughs> and uh give someone if you're online you're playing there's like we mentioned on party poker there are a lot of satellites this is a very special event 20 million guaranteed in one tournament that's like this whole series normally it's a one tournament multiple starting days december 1st is the first if you bag the chip lead 
on day one A, you get a one million bonus if you were to go in and win the tournament. So incentivizes people to play. What would be a tip you would give if someone at home is like, man, it's a big buy-in, but I'm thinking about it. Maybe I sell pieces, I satellite in. What would be advice to in a major online tournament, such a unique special event? What are some tips I for the first time I think you just should players? play one table or maybe two tables, not like mixing a lot of tables and mm-hmm. put maximum tension to this table and try to make right decisions. That's great advice, yeah. So there is no HUD, but for these tournaments, it's not even necessary. To have a hat, so if you play one table, you can just find out how players are playing. So yeah. the main thing to stay focused, especially in this tournament. But I know that there are a lot of like grinders who just put many tables. But I think for this special tournament, you can play like one or two tables. And that's true too. If you're if you're a beginner. You know, it's it's hard to high, fire. If you're a beginner, up. you just cannot open the second table. Right, play one just, table, like, but you got to remember that's sort of an advantage. If like some of the guys, the regular guys, like yeah, they're going to play six, eight, ten, twelve tables. You're playing one. They may be better players, but that's going to be help you a lot. The big advantage if you only play in yeah. one or two. You so. can run. You can run good, or you can just you will avoid some big pots against this guy. So everything can happen. And you see the last year, the guy who, who won a satellite finished third and he, they made a deal, so. It's amazing. And four people are gonna be guaranteed a million dollars. That's what I was told. It's a crazy and tournament. You know, It's a sick. very special event. We'll both be participating. I think December 1st, 8th and 9th are the days you can play day one. Um, and then there's some other stuff. So yeah, good luck. You'll be over in Russia. You're going back I, tonight, I'll be right? in Russia, yeah. I like to play from my home. But actually, I think the first, the first key, you have to get into the money. That's the first thing. You don't need to think about cheap living and right. so on. But right, so, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's exciting. It'll be an exciting event. We can't wait to uh, cover that. What uh, what other events? Is there certain cities that you love, the stops that you just won't miss? Like, no matter what, you're like, I'm going to go this year. Do you have any things? Uh, the party poker stops, very nice. They did a promotion. Did you play all the main events? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, so that that's ex- also you'll be in January at the Mills. I'll be, I'll be. And my visa get approved yeah. in Nottingham. Yes, yeah, so that's a party poker ran a promotion for the year where if you played all the millions mains, so Kings Casino. Well, started in what Rio? There was Rio, Montreal, Rio, Montreal, Kings, Kings in in Europe, in Rosvedoff, and now where else? CBP. Oh, in Bahama, Bahama CBP, online. and the millions online. So five tournaments. So I, we, you and I are both. I believe a hundred ish players did that. Ninety nine, they said. So that's a nice yeah, giveaway. A million. Not that much. I thought that might be more. But right. If we do it next year, it could be more. Yeah. But for Russian players, that's some issues with visa mm. stuff. So that's why some players decided to skip. But I like this promo. This actually, the the buying is like ten k pounds. Right. So it kind of it basically it almost covers your travel prior more you know for the year for all the events yeah. to go and then you go get yeah. to get a free buy-in for and the you can like selection for the main events and then just play this one it's, yeah it's a really it's a good great deal. great yeah. promo man a lot of, a lot of good things you mentioned on party poker no aliases how do you feel about that now that or that they changed the alias so your your username is no longer uh it's like you can choose a new one so everyone's got a new name obviously we're Pro, pros on the site so our names are there people know us people I know. have the same nickname so yeah. I don't like it this, this it's thing, a disadvantage to us but it's only yeah. you know there's only like 20 I think 30 that pros just but. changing nickname is okay but I'd like to see what country is representing by the players. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that would be nice kind of info because they're you can kind of make a little bit of a, of a yeah, Russians are tough. Russians very good players generally. Um who the guys who are playing like the higher band yeah. they usually like good regs, yeah. 
Yeah. And um, what about the no HUD? How do you feel on that? No the heads up display. You guys see Poker Tracker 4s. They have my game now on Party Poker where you can see a review. They actually coach you in a way and give you some feedback. How do you feel about the, the no HUDs anymore? Were you a HUD guy? No, I'm not a HUD guy, so I feel great about it. That, that makes the playing field And more, I never more. used the HUD a lot. Even when I played online, a lot of tables, right. I didn't use HUD a lot. And I didn't use the stats and all this. I think this is my fault because if you use stats, like, it could, you, you have some advantage on other players. But I didn't do that. So in my point of view, that's cool. And I think that all the poker side, they should do that. Right. Because They should did it like three years ago. Right. Maybe four years ago. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting topic for debate. People are saying, oh, it's going to be not good. But really, that's the only way. You can't make everyone use one. How do you make it level? Just say you can't use it. And I think it's, it's great. I've actually, same thing. I, I used a HUD, but I didn't use it super, like I use the basic statistics. So I'm not using like turn bets, river sizes. Yeah, and yeah. so like the guys that are very good at it and, and using it, they probably exploit in yeah, the majority. Sure. They, so have, they have an edge on us. So, right. and actually it was like hand to note and it can shows like what bluff sizing the guys have like and so on but you have to have a lot of hands on players so the thing is like if you have like 500 hands and the, then the guy worked on his game and he changed his game so that's like it's not that easy with the HUD also right for sure but that's interesting those are some major major uh, online uh, tweaks that have happened also um when you so when you go to a stop, what are some of the what are some of the places that would you say are your favorite? Give me a couple of your favorite cities in the world for poker and non poker or both. Actually, I like Vienna a lot. Okay, oh, was my biggest score like 2014. So I love Sochi. Uh, this is a Russian place. We have the nice casino there, and actually a lot of players came to millions, but. Probably we the millions we had the WPT in January, so you you can skiing there and play tournaments. So um, I also liked Rio. I liked uh, Dominican Republic CPP in Bahamas, but I like Dominican more because it was like cheaper uh, for expenses right. and like. But revenue in Bahamas is also great, so you can chill and play poker. And um, I like London a lot. When I when we go to Nottingham, like to play the millions, we usually get back to London and stay a few days there. Actually, I like the places when you can visit and see the cultural life of the city. Like in Barcelona, they mm -hmm. have a lot of exhibitions, like museums in Prague, so on. So it's just a good when you have this opportunity to travel. But I know that a lot of players they don't visit museums, they don't like have a seat sign, you know. But yeah. I would say I would say that my observation of you, my how I see on your, your Instagram, very interesting follow, and um, Layla, you guys traveling around. I you you seem to really take advantage of the seeing the cities. Like for example, the tour in in in, uh, in Rio. It was like what eight or nine a.m. You you knew you had to play or what's going on. You're like I'm going. You know, they ask who wants to do the tour. You take advantage. You're in Bahamas. You stay a couple extra days. You come early or stay late, and you experience the city, which is huge because a lot of poker players, including myself, certain stops. You know, it's like oh, I'll come the day before, leave the day when I bust, and like you don't get to necessarily. I, I say I do a pretty good job, but I feel like you really do the, We're trying, like, take you know, advantage to, to of have it. more value for our traveling so yeah yeah there was the rio stuff and yeah i like rio a lot actually we visit a lot of beautiful places mm -hmm. and Layla visited even more than me because i was playing right but in other cities also 
So, and I want to inspire other people, other players to like have this social life and to went out and see like yeah. how people live and the, feel the different culture. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing. Actually, uh, I like a few other stops uh, also. I was in Montreal for the mm-hmm. first time two years ago. So Great city. I like the city. I like the food and the people. I know that it's different. The Montreal is different to, to other cities in uh, Canada, but I liked it a lot. Right. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, But if you go to like Kings uh, in Rosvedo, so you just, you have to be focused only on poker because uh, like if you want to go somewhere, it takes a lot of time like to go to Mariansky, Lazny or so on. But but the place is really nice to to play poker. When I go there, I just focused on the game. That's that thing. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly true. Certain stops are better, more conducive than others. So we're going to take a look here, kind of scroll through the career. You mentioned that Macau tournament you got seven. That's pretty cool. Going over to Asia, different spot, uh, good experience. And then uh, I want to see what's going on here with your... So what year was it? You said 2014. Where was you kind of had a breakout or, or a couple good... You got Merit. You seem to go to Merit a lot. You like you enjoy the Merit events there. Have you been going there a lot? Oh yeah, I was there, and I won the high roller. Actually, it was party poker tournament. Oh yeah, party poker Merit. Uh, we, we made four way deal or something, and I won against the Russian guy, Andrei Shatilov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, he finished second in uh, Bahamas last year in the main event. Oh wow! Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, so no, I've been to Merit as well. I enjoy their stop and they seem to do a good job running the tournaments well let's let's fast forward a bit here and then where was uh this russian you won this one so this two, one. april talk to me about this this was the party poker sochi was this the first time they did the the event for main of their sochi that event? was the second millions second millions the first for... millions uh, alexander goffman won the first millions okay and actually before that the few months before that was the wsp circuit in mm. sochi and i finished second in this one wow so, and i lost there was the ring i have no rings for this so wsp circuit so i lost the on the turn we get all in i had like a straight and the guy had two pair in the flush drop with the deuce okay so he hit the flush oh. and then i lost to him so it was second place but then after yeah actually it was my birthday so it was a on fi- your birthday that kind of roughly uh, week birthday yeah. week it was 88, like, 88 i mean come yeah. on you're gonna just it's that a lot just, of energy you know the energy of numbers so uh in my birthday i played the 50k tournament and i busted twice wow so and then i jumped into the main event and boom i won i won it so sick so that's got to I mean there's winning a main event it's uh, if you have the opportunity to do that it's it's a it's a great great feeling but to do it in your in your home country your friends I'm sure your you know, loved ones kind of there you get to take pictures get to enjoy it how, how, what was that experience like winning there actually that was great I didn't even realize that I won the millions but you know but if you see the videos how I won I didn't feel anything when I win because I was so exhausted so tired and when I even if even if I win a big tournament, I don't feel these feelings like when people screaming and so on. I don't get so high. I don't understand why. Maybe that's because of my mentality and just stay so calm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really get very high. I was exhausted. Right. The first thing I was like, wow, I won. So after you win, what do you do then? Do you do you kind of relax? Like take a day, like just kind of let it set in, take it easy. Like are, are you are you? So you're not like going out to the club and stuff. That's not your style. Oh no, that's not my style. I yeah. don't like clubs because the music is so yeah, loud. It's hard it's to just, talk. It's, it's hard to talk. I don't really understand it. But I think we we bought the black caviar in the Sochi airport and took it, and so we celebrate. But it was just. It wasn't yeah. like something big, something, you know. 
Right. I didn't buy anything like significant. Like, and so that was a 900K score winning the main event. What was this like playing a 100K buy-in and getting a... That was great. I mean, getting a million dollar score. It's nice first seven-figure cash. Yeah, I wasn't really satisfied. I mean, a lot. So I was a big chip leader. Okay. I played a second against Daniel Negrano and, uh, and many Glossers. So I was a huge chip leader in the middle of the tournament. So I was a chip leader on the bubble. And then I was like three-way all-in against Jean-Noël Torrell and the other guy on the bubble. Mm-hmm. It was, and I had queen, the guy had ace with five bigs and Jean-Noël, he just jammed ace-king, 50 mm-hmm. bigs. So uh, the queen came and the eight came, queen, eight, jack and the river 10. Oh. And John Noel, he said like 10, 10, 10, it was boom, 10, and he won. So if I would have won this, this. You would have had all the all chips. In, I would what? have 50% of the chips. Wow. In seven handed. Wow. Or se- like 12 or 13 left or whatever. No, it was seven handed, seven left. Oh. Shit. 50% of the chips. But oh my goodness. I just had two average. <laughs> right. And it was eight left. So it was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty Phil Ivey there at oh, the yeah. final table as legend of the game. We played know? a Daniel Negrano, Phil Ivey. It was a very. Pop-wa. It was Sam Grafton. I like Sam Grafton. Yeah. And he trolls a lot, and we had a nice conversation. And uh, Phil Ivy was smiling. Yeah, that was cool. It was fun, right? Yeah, yeah Oli Shemian, great player, Vogel saying, obviously. And John, tell me a little bit about this guy, John Noel Thorell, because I seen him. He oh, plays all the high rollers. Well, he's a business guy. He yeah. he 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 launched a big company like uh, Bioderma or something. This is the huge pharmacy or maybe cosmetic company and yeah he, he plays all these tournaments very nice guy he runs so good against me he won a lot of a lot of hands on the final table and i saw the replay and like <laughs> i couldn't do anything against him like yeah it was a few hands when he bluffed me but yeah then he finished second and the guy chin lim he yeah played very webster well. they call him webster he's webster. a nice guy very he nice he played guy. very well this final and he won it right yeah, yeah he, he won it first. he deserved it and then you come right off a win you get a third a million dollar score come to the bahamas and you you uh take this one down actually i think i flew in the next day i didn't see this one this was ended up being a really good event um a good turnout and then the, the the second version of this they got 205. tell me a little bit about how you decide what you're gonna play because it found it interesting you had just won a score you're you're heating you're, cr- you're crushing but i remember seeing you because i late reg i got knocked out of the main i hopped in the 10k and you went and played a 500 tournament instead of playing this and this is uh, like, what was what's like goes on in your head do you are you like a momentum guy if you're not feeling it if you're running bad you take a break or what like yeah i just explain. decided it was the first day of 10k so i just decided to play 500 instead because i didn't feel great because I busted in the main event so I had six million in the main event the average tag was like two million so but then I ran so bad I lost kings over ace four suited all in and then I started losing losing and losing and finally I lost the hand when I was ahead also I busted so I decided not to play 10k at this moment and I just played 500 then I busted the next day I played 10k busted twice played 1k tournament and so on and that's that's the thing yeah well, and we're, yeah, that's, so that's good. You're feel, you, you go with what you're feeling, how your energy yeah, is. You're not just going to... Sometimes, right. you know, before that, when I was younger, I, I just, I wanted to play all the tournaments. Right. 
the World Series, I busted in one tournament, I played the next one, the same day, so uh, maybe that's why I had zero caches and lost a lot of money. Uh, nowadays I can skip tournament if I get tired and actually when I go to the World Series, so if I go from the beginning, so I play like two, three weeks, then I have a break. We usually go to LA or something for a few days, like for five days to, right. to have the fresh air on the ocean and then I continue playing, come back and continue playing. That's the thing. Now I don't try to win all the tournaments because it's impossible just you like quality over quantity yeah i think that should be it's better when you feel fresher and actually my wife Leila, she told me not to play if you're super tired and so on i was talking to matthias here and he, he's a good friend of yours oh yeah matthias actually before this tournament that i won we were like in the same place in the ranking like two three points difference and he has a pretty decent decent year too yeah so he made many final tables yeah and he, he was saying that as well that's one thing he says he goes quantity over quality it's like okay there's 1k events there's 5k side events maybe just play the main play one other event go focus come rested be on time you know do your best and that's that seems to be a better formula like even the world series it's very easy go out there it's like every day there's a tournament yeah. bust get in the next you one you can't win every tournament you right. can't play all of them it's better to skip something right yeah, I know some players, they just like think that they're losing EV, but if the quality of your game is worse, so you have to skip one. That's the thing. For sure. Well, we are going to, I think we've we've covered a lot. We're going to take some questions here. And again, if you're watching right now, you have an opportunity still to retweet the, the tweet. You can ask a question and we'll try to answer as many as we can. Um, and then again, $55 ticket giveaway, plus we get to interesting uh, interesting questions. Is there anything you want to say? How, how do you feel uh, if people want to go visit Russia, uh, who haven't been, like I have not been, I want to go. Tell us a little bit about where you would recommend to go, what cities, what, what places are cool to go see or some things to do there. It depends on what kind of traveling you like, but usually people go to Russia, uh, to Moscow and St. Petersburg. Okay. Maybe Sochi, because Sochi is like a big, but it's a different region. But if people, you know, who like to discover some uh, wild places they right. go to we have a lot of forest stuff and like siberia and you have you can go to mountains though and we have baikal lake that is far away that's okay. close to mongolia and so on mongolia i'm hearing a lot about mongolia yeah, yeah. you've told me different things i've heard there's a interesting place mongolia it's uh but it's kind of different because russia is big so the moscow and st petersburg they're just there and the other part is here so we have a lot of places to be but usually it's moscow and st petersburg for the first time yeah yeah so my my grandma um she was in St. Petersburg. Yeah, but she called Belengrad or well, Leningrad. Leningrad, which it used to be called. I thought it was a separate city, so that's interesting. That's that is St. Petersburg. Leningrad used to be called. And yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. My grandma was referencing that. Ninety four. We had Thanksgiving, and Atali was here yesterday in town, and we he came. That was over my first our, giving. His first giving. My son's first giving. Uh, Joseph. So that was fun. We had a good time. Had had some turkey, and they got to catch a little USA culture. What's the closest thing to Thanksgiving in Russia? Do you have a day that people like to, is like Independence Day? I think we have the New Year. That's New Year, so it's your, your big yeah. celebration over there. Okay, trying to learn some some Russian uh, New Year culture. is bigger than Christmas in Russia. So really, people love it. Really 2020, it's a big one too, right? It's a big, oh, even, you know, big. 2020 people. Actually, this is nowadays, the world is really complicated and different. And I think we have like to solve a lot of problems like in general, so we'll see how it goes the economic and so on. So it's kind of interesting time. 
For sure. I'm, I'm with you on that. A lot, lot going on out there. A lot of technology and craziness and goodness, but madness, all of the above. Let's take some questions for Anatoly. So we go, how does it feel to be the GOAT? Uh, that's a strong, <laughs> strong statement. But how does it feel, though, to be... Um, yeah, I mean, how does it feel being knowing that you are very successful in your field? Because you are regarded as, you know, I think it's safe to say, you know, anytime you're playing 100Ks, 250Ks as a professional, you're winning main events, winning side events, you're considered one of the, the stronger, tougher opponents in the game. Does that feel good? Uh, I think it's it's feel good, but if you're a professional poker player, you have to think how to last longer. That's the main point. One year, you can win all the tournaments and then like losing alone and so on. So right. the thing is, like you have to last and oh, party poker. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Try okay. and try to win as much okay. as possible, like for many years. That's right. the main key. So, but uh, I'm not really satisfied because I just started playing 100k, 250k. So I don't do it usually, but I would right. love, I would love to. That that uh, Triton one million pound they just had is that is that your next? I mean, just play a two fifty, <laughs> jump it up. Is that something on the radar to play the Triton series and those kind of events? Uh, only if you stake me, bro. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's see. Uh, let's keep see. on this. Keep winning, and we can find. A I would way. love to play. Yeah, you know, I like to compete. That's the main thing. But I see all the players who are playing these tournaments, and I feel like I can compete with them for right. sure. But you have to be in good shape and just make the right decision. That's the main thing. Because like the level of the players, it's, I mean, it could be the same level, or someone can play better. But in particular, one tournament, you have to like to make the right decision. That thing. That's, yeah. If you make mistakes, that's that's that could cost a lot. For sure. Um, okay. And, and uh, before we dive into these questions, give me a little bit of a during a live tournament. What is your general strategy in terms of preparation? Are you do you meditate? Do you work out before you play? Do you do you see how you feel? Like sleep? What's your order of importance before you go? And yeah, step you have to sleep well before, but. Before the uh, final table in uh, 100k, I didn't sleep a lot. I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I can't get to sleep for like till 5 a.m. in the morning. Then wow. I wake up at 10, and the tournament was at one or two. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have a good sleep. But usually, yeah, I'm trying to have a good sleep. But uh, I don't really have any preparation like meditation and so on. And I'm trying not to eat a lot of food during the tournament. Okay. Especially I keep hearing that meat. a lot of people doing that, eating less. Just food, drink so. more water. That's yeah. that's the main thing. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. So that's that is that. Let's dive in here. The so, main thing that you have to understand how to play with different players, like some GDO guys, uh, you have to understand how they're playing against you. I mean, you have to try at least. And then some like amateur players, how to adjust against them, like exploit their, their weaknesses and so on. Absolutely. Um, okay. So let's take a look here at this. Someone saying, because you think that Russians have a reputation for fishes in online poker, <laughs> do you think it's justified or just a myth that is not consistent? So interesting question. I don't Have you said that or something or do you think Russians are known to we be? We have a lot of like big uh, amateur players, big recreational players, but before the economic crisis, it was, it was even more. Right. Yeah, that's what I like yeah I mean like I understand what you're saying about like there are some guys who just have a lot of money and she's like came to the table just getting mad and all in every hand right yeah I miss these times for sure <laughs> it's definitely a bit harder still some good stuff what's the biggest buy-in live kind of covered this 250 that was recent and then 100k which you did get uh, 900k score uh, do you have goals for 2020 do you set goals is that something you like to do actually where- I never have goals for poker I just I will try to show the best performance I will see how it goes actually for this year we had a big competition against 
Andrei Parichuk because he was leading the ranking. I was leading the ranking, uh, the Russian ranking. It gives you nothing, but after the World Series, where I busted 10s and 11s in the big tournaments, uh, Andre won the main event of Venetian and he got the first place and now we just compete and after I win I get like higher in the rankings, number one right. now, but it was 20 points difference and he's playing in the tournament in Sochi now, maybe he's gonna win this one and then I have to win one right. more. So, so it's we'll nice see. to have a good battle back yeah. and forth. Actually That's last year I finished second and Vladimir Troyanovsky won the first place. Yeah, what about he seems he's like one of the legends, right? That oh, guy yeah. has been around for a long time. He has great results and it's very solid. He, he also plays uh, cash games, live mixed games, and he's very successful in that. So, yeah, he's kind of legend. He, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, way. he's like one of the long-standing, consistent yeah, for pros. Sure. He's playing for maybe twenty something years. Yeah, very seems like a nice guy. I, don't I know was in school when he started playing. So there you go. All right, um, if you were at a dinner party for with five which poker players would you invite you could pick any ones that ever played like all any you know old legends of the game up and coming new who would be your five party dinner party to have fun so we had a Thanksgiving in Jeff's house so I'll, I'll invite Jeff first okay I'll take we'll, that I'd go for sure Sam Grafton he seems very fun I like yeah, him I like maybe we'll put I, I will I will not like discuss Russian players because I usually invite more people so on so we'll put Sam Grafton he's very funny so probably put Phil Helmut he's also <laughs> likes to talk a lot and maybe Daniel Negrano that's the thing Okay, that's a that's a strong strong dinner group. I like it. There's a Russian question here. So what is that saying? You should open a restaurant. I have no idea why. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. How did you celebrate the title? I guess they're talking to Russian. You kind of mentioned you you're so tired um, at that point. But did you did you do anything that's unique? You or mean different? the title in millions that I won or what? Um, we went to I the guess... restaurant in the casino. That was the thing but I don't really celebrate all my wins there's not like a purchase you're not going to buy a car a new like nothing like out of the ordinary I don't celebrate we just live the same it's just nice yeah I like, like that I mean people usually asking because like if you win a lottery or something you have to have a big party like spend a lot of money but if it's your job the poker is your job so you don't really celebrate a lot right will you celebrate I mean, it depends too, exactly where you are, who you're with. Like, if my, you know, it's, if you have like a dinner with your friends, yeah, like a nice dinner, go maybe have a fun, fun night out. But no, I'm not like going to buy, make crazy purchases or like you know, jungle mana. Yeah, not, not quite the jungle theory there. Um, who do you think are the new poker players that have the potential to become legend in the future? Is there any any ones that catching your eye? The Oh, I think there always in. come some new young guys right. just playing better than us. Like that guy Ali, Mirage, Mirage. yeah, he seems like he's seem, he's very young and seems very. Yeah. He's had some amazing. They always like appears, you know, and people ask me like, is it difficult to become a professional player to get to this level? And I think it's very difficult, but you can do that because right. like we see a lot of like Linos, mm -hmm. they come from nowhere and they start to crushing high limits and they play much better. So yeah, they usually just the, they just work on their game a lot and understand it better than we are i guess so yep exactly uh when you're at the poker player do you have friends or all your opponents you should destroy i mean do you play everyone uh i mean what's your mentality on that about like when you say matas you battle are you guys 
going at each other hard or no I, I have th there is nothing personal in this game if you take it personal then it, it could be worse for you that's the thing if you just try to play especially against this guy because he won a pot against you or something it's not a good thing you just have to play your ranges and like to understand how to explode to make the maximum value from every player but you know i like the players who who do that actually i played the world series once and the guy he three bets me 100 percent wow <laughs> And actually, then he busted me. Right. <laughs> that was so sick. Like 100% three bets. So I opened, you just mean three bets. I called, whatever. And I lost a lot of posts to him. And then he had runner, runner, flush against my straight. And I busted in the main event. I was, I was upset. But I liked it. I liked right. it. You can't take it personal. That's, no, that's no, the you thing. can't take you really it. It's can't. better not to take it personal. But if you take it personal, it's kind of cool for the game also. For sure. Um, have you ever played in Brazil, which we know you have? You oh, had yeah, a, I did. You love the Rio. We talked about that. You can yeah, like hear his answer that. earlier on the podcast. Uh, what do you think about the new variants? Like, let's talk about 6 Plus, Short Deck, those type of things. Like, do you, do you like the new when new games come out? I didn't play. I didn't play. I, I think maybe I'll start playing later, but I think it's better for me to start playing mixed games. That I, I want to play a few in the World Series this summer. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. I like mixed games too, but it's, uh, yeah, same thing. I had to learn No Limit first, right? The No Limit's so this complex game. There's a lot there you can always it improve. Is. So it's yeah. tricky to start adding new games. Um, where are you worried until the big win you had since uh, someone's mentioning about a downswing? I mean, I don't know, I guess. Downswings, they, all, they always happen. But like nowadays, I'm ambassador of Party Pro, so I'm sponsored pro, so I have less of this risk. Like, right. And I have a contract, but if you're a professional player and the swings are so big, and especially if you play out of your bankroll, if you like gamble a little bit, so it can, it can hurt. I felt it because I did it all my career before. So I told you I lost 50% of my bankroll before the like 2013 tournament. So I just was tilted. I played this uh, sitting go hypers and I lost a lot, but actually I learned a lot from them also, but it was, it was painful. Yes. Speak to me on this. What's going on here? Ah, it doesn't matter. Not a not a question to read. Okay, that's good. I, I see. I can't understand. It's literally like I don't know graffiti. If, if in <laughs> Russian and it's not to answer, just don't. When and why you started to play poker? So you went to school, computer science. How, where was I the was, first time you ever saw like I'm gonna play poker? Was it a friend showed you saw an ad? Yeah. How did it go? I so I, I was studying in university and my friend told me, oh, that's kind of nice TV stuff. You should check the guys in the sunglasses with the hood on and yeah. they played poker. So then we just download some poker site and start to play for free or like for the smallest buy-in. And that's how I get to the poker. And then we like, the first book that we read was Harrington and yeah, so Harrington, on. Yeah. And it becomes more and more. I get obsessed with this game. So I could have spent the whole night playing sit and goes and something saw the videos like actually i start winning when i saw one video it was like sit and go educating video and the guy said you should just play tight he always like he was so tight right the Sounds... bubble was very tight i was like really does it work and then i played one box tournament and played five box tournament. <laughs> i was like wow it's working and i saw that 10 box tournament it's such a huge buy-in 
Mm-hmm. But now I realize that it's not. Right. It's all relative in proportion. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, what is your favorite non-poker themed YouTube channel? Do you watch some YouTube stuff? Uh, yeah, I do watch YouTube a lot. I think there are some Russian channels. But if we speak about like American channels, I like Jimmy Kimmel's show and some, some other when the stars show up and they yeah, do like some chat, fun have stuff. Yeah, chat, have a good time. That's fun. Singing like in the car. and. Do they have that in Russia? Similar talk show late night? We have. But Americans are better. Right. Oh. Well, yeah, it's... it's uh, They're just trying to copy the, the American stuff. Right. Uh, someone asking for brothers. No, good friends now. We're not, we're not related, although we did share Thanksgiving together this year. So that's moving towards that way. Uh, someone asks, are you happy? Are you happy with poker, life, everything I do. good? Yeah. Yes, good. Um, we had that one. You want vacation or more poker in December? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Because that's always the December's holiday season, but you're also like going for the number one Russian player, kind of battling. There's some good poker in December. How, how... No, I never have uh, the vacation in December. I will play for sure. I'll go to WPT5 Diamond in Bellagio. Maybe I'll go to Prague to play. Oh, you are going to go to Bellagio. I... Yeah, I'm in. Really? I'm in. So you're yeah. going to go back to Russia, play online millions and do that? Then I go to Prague for like three four days to play 1k and 2k tournament and i'll probably go to la and then drive to vegas and wow. play there so I'll that's see. that's the plan looks like i'll see you there that's the i think I'm. Gonna and then it. like fourth of january i go to nottingham to play millions me and, as well we're gonna run into each other and then i go to in the end of january i'll go to sochi to play wpt and then i probably go to uruguay i'm not 100 percent sure punta del este i would like to go and then yeah, visit buenos aires also and so on so i never been to latin america so i would love to there you go other than brazil except Brazil. Brazil's, yeah but that's I, it's a different area uh that's cool it's a nice a nice thing best russian vodka you do not drink correct i don't drink have you vodka. never I, I had never, uh, vodka i never tried so I don't know wow. the taste. Uh, I, I tried beer and wine. I didn't like it. So, but I never get drunk. So I'm surprised. That, I mean, I, it's obviously stereotypical, but Russian known for the vodka. Yeah, I know. I Everyone has least, vodka. I at least try vodka if you've tried beer and wine. <laughs> and you got you know take a shot. So, but I think, but I heard that the best vodka is not Russian. Mm, really? What is it? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe Grey Goose is it? That's a good. I mean, it's a high end. It's known for a high tier vodka, but yeah. uh, there's some. But yeah, I'm not a. He's not the guy to ask. Yeah, That's, he's not, not going to give you, he says he doesn't know. So there you go. Um, someone asked me to share winnings with me. After this big win, any new goals? We kind of touched on that. Do you Outside of poker, do you have sort of business sh- or things that you're looking I to I should cut into? some weight. I mean, like my, you know, fat rate is too high, but I have no idea what to do. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Less, well, it's good you don't drink because that helps. I, that I don't with, drink. If so I would drink, would I wouldn't be. be yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, someone's asking about action high rollers. Obviously, it's a private question, but do you? I mean, is that? Yeah, I sell. Of course, if you play 100k or 250, you usually get staked or so on. And most of the professional players, they get staked. It's not the secret. Right. Um, do you think that we will ever be a next poker hype? Do you think we've seen the biggest poker we'll ever get, or do you think there's maybe another wave of, of excitement? Mm, I think that that was the new wave of poker, especially live stops, because like stars they starting doing less uh, poker tournaments and party. John, we bring John Duffy and we made the millions. There is yeah. a lot of big stops, so I think it's really great for poker and it's like super horrible also. So I think this is kind of new time, but we'll see how it goes because the online poker, I think that it, 
the online poker will be different uh, in like few years. It will be different. Maybe the, the format will be changed or something. So I think so, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, also US regulation, Pennsylvania just passed, West Virginia, Michigan's on the, the radar. So if the US comes back online, oh. it's gonna be, yeah, it would be, it, yeah, I could oh, see another boom, time. but I think it's a little ways away. Couple Russian questions here, so I don't know if you Can want you to... make split now? This? Yeah. Um, what, I don't like think I can make it right now. Yeah, I, but you've done. I've seen a photo of you doing. Yeah, it. yeah. I think I need maybe one week or two weeks of, of training, of, and then I make split. But it will okay. be very complicated to get back. You know, if I make split right now. <laughs> okay. What's this or no? Uh, what Belarusian players do you know? Uh, have you ever been to Belarus? It's uh, like Mika, right? It's Mikita. Uh, you know Mikita Barikovsky. Yeah. He's the yeah. best Be Belarus player, the cash game. But yeah, I know a lot of uh, guys from Belarus, and they're all usually winning players. And I've never been there, but I I'd probably go to Minsk one day. Okay. Um, just scrolling to see how many we have left. Uh, we started that one. We did that. How much action? What are your goals what do you like yeah poker give me some hobbies outside of poker i like to play soccer so i'm trying to organize some soccer games in moscow mm -hmm. but when you travel a lot it's difficult because the shadow is bad so that's why i started to play squash is there a lot of indoor soccer like like no we indoor fields or it's like we have we, we have outs usually we have outs in our game but we have some indoor stuff too but it's a little bit different to us how, how cold is it in russia right now in moscow it's freezing, like cold. It's view. minus five, minus eight base but Celsius. No one's playing soccer outside, no. Outside? Some people, they playing, but I'm not this guy. Yeah, <laughs> not this guy for sure. It's Polar Bear Club. Um, why are Russians so aggressive in poker? Would you agree with that I statement? I don't think so. I think nowadays there are different strategies and you're just like trying to play uh, what like Solver said or like what do you expect to do. So there are different strategies in different stage size and all the best players they play like not kind of similar but they have some strategies so it's not like russians are very aggressive but it seems like that because before that the russians get mad and they just love there's no equity but nowadays if you're a professional you cannot do that all the time right that makes perfect sense favorite stop pick one stop you can only go in a year one favorite stop wow that's a tough question that's a tough question. Only I think one. Twenty twenty World Series. You're up, World Series. Yeah. You want the main event, right? You want to win the main. I want to make the final table. I was there nine times, I guess, and I have zero final tables. That's really sick. So there you go. There's a kind of question. What is? Uh, what's your goal about achieve next year? and main event so there you go get get a final table at the world series i think yeah it would be cool just to get the final table first right then, then we'll you, see then how we figure goes, out yeah. winning um we talked about goals saying don't really set particular goals just kind of go out goes uh, i mean it's it's not really cool to set a lot of goals in poker because like the variance is so high and one year you can run really good yeah i think year, it's one of those things where if you start saying i want to win x amount if i want to do this it's not really realistic you could say i want to play this many tournaments or i want to you know, be rested and I want to quality over quantity and make those. But when you start saying I want to win a million or $2 million, it's like, all right. Like, yeah, you can yeah, do that hard, like just to have it in your mind. This right. is the main key, like to have a goal, but you have to understand the variance in this game. I don't know that word, so I'm not going to say this is, this is how I spoke to my subscribers, Barabaka. It's kind of a meme from internet, but yeah. A meme on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Here, I'll put it on there. I, uh, you should stick it, bro. Yeah, I know. That's okay. They're valuable. <laughs> I might have to use that one one day on here. How much is a fish to is Who taught you how to play? Do you have a friend or anyone in particular you could give credit to say kind of, are you self-taught? Do you do studying with group of friends? How do you? Actually, sort of... I played a lot of by myself. I saw some videos and so on, but then uh, we discussed a lot of fans. 2013, we discussed a lot of fans with the Russian player. He... He asked me to coach him, so we had few lessons, but then we started to discuss because I was more intuitive player and he was like more math player. Yeah. And actually after that, uh, his name is Andre Harmonica, his nickname. So after that, I started to play much better. My results getting better. And then like, I had few guys to discuss with and now I have the guy we discussed some like GDO stuff and so on. And I saw some videos, not very usual, but yeah, I saw some. But now nowadays there is a lot of info online, the, the ranges, everything is calculated and like a lot of courses like Ben C B and Upswing Poker and, yeah. and so on. A lot of information. Poker card like with Matthias Ibinger, who is a great player actually. So a lot of info, but I think that the main thing that you have you you could know all the info and see all the videos, but then you're still losing. So you have to adjust and some people they can win and some people they I think that some players they just like never never been not never they just not able to win that money because they're not like their mind is not for poker so but I think that it's better to be like amateur player right because if you're amateur player you just enjoy the game if you win that's great if you lose that's not cool so that's that's the main thing and we are we just professional players so we are here to to play with these guys so they're the main the main the main key is like the amateur players so makes sense um what is the most memorable moment of your career and why probably when i won the millions in russia that was the most memorable memorable yeah i think so okay and why just a home home place because it was like in sochi the first place in millions main event and the title and a lot of volume and so on and actually uh, once i i was like uh, i get driving to the casino and the taxi driver told me you heard that the one guy won million really <laughs> in the casino in the poker tournament <laughs> that was me that's awesome that was cool yeah. that's funny what did you say yeah um what is who is your do you have the word i wouldn't maybe say idol but who is your current poker idol who's have, your who do you like respect a lot in poker in i have no that? poker idols i never had i think it's not the cool thing to have an idol i just like some players who have fun all the table who speaks a lot and the, who has a good conversation but and i actually i don't like when like professionals they don't speak a lot they don't speak at all and it's, it's so boring to watch the poker on mm -hmm. tv that's mm -hmm. why i mean there are good players but we have to entertain people we have to entertain like amateur players that's that's our job i agree i think th you know that i was over in uk for the wpt the million the, the it was a there was a qualifier online day one and two i went over it was there i got to play a side event i was playing with william kasuf who he's had some controversy with casino yeah. and things whatever but the guy is so talkative it's like every hand it's over the top right like he's definitely on the like the the, the <laughs> far sure. outlier of what you should be doing but the uk rules are different where you can talk about a hand you can be like i got king jack i, like I think it. you have it's like kind of fun because it's like do you like I, it I, yeah i like it i like it i too. like it i think again i think like if i were to be the one ruling it i would tweak it a bit where you can't maybe say like say your hand i have aces here like say like you're, you can't say what you have you could guess what they have maybe or something or or whatever there's some but 
it's more engaging and fun. Some people think it's very annoying, but I'd rather have that than have zero talking silence. And on TV, sure. it's great, right? Yeah. It's great for the game. So I would like, you know, you do poker content. I, I generate poker content, vlogs from YouTube, Twitch. You have a Twitch as well. Yep. You know, you don't stream a lot, but you have it. You could find them on Twitch as well. As we mentioned YouTube, but that's the type of stuff where that's going to help poker as well. When you're on Poker Go, you're watching high that's rollers. Right. Guys are joking that's and having what we fun. Should do, there guys, should be more on. of that. So like I'm, I'm on that, that team for more we fun. We should create the content. Right. And you know, when you like play with amateur players, they always like to speak a lot. And you, you can meet the really good guys and the friends yes. and so on. They make business. And they they're, they actually, they're usually better in life than you because they're earning a lot of money outside of the poker. And they invest it into the poker. And like you can learn a lot from these people. That's why I like uh, to play all these tournaments. You can meet really nice uh, personalities there. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, so that's that's a good 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 uh, message for the community. I love to hear you say that. Um, is there a country that you haven't been that you would love to go play? Maybe go travel and play. Where's like or just not poker, but where would you like to go? That you haven't. We want to go to Japan. Tokyo. We talked about this. So yeah. I've never been. That's number one on my list. I actually was on a flight with my wife was fiance at the time and we connected in london we had a book ticket to tokyo and we couldn't go because of her brazil we didn't know she we needed a brazil visa at the time oh. she didn't so like we the person who booked the travel didn't notice it or, or no you know usa we don't need one and we like couldn't go i was going to meet bill perkins what is that beta so sick and then we stayed in the uk and went to bath or something some other place in uk but it was uh yeah so i haven't been i was supposed to go it was like a flight ready to board didn't go maybe we can coordinate and go around the yeah, same time be be fun. joseph my son enjoys you and layla so that's good oh yeah we, we like him a lot such a sweet guy high energy we're gonna go to tokyo okay great to know i don't think they have casinos in japan or yeah but they have a lot of different stuff stuff cultural it's not not always have to i be saw poker. a few videos on youtube about japan it's just it's just different culture completely different yeah, absolutely. Um, Bigger Hill seventy on Twitter asks, "What is his poker dream? Do you have what? Do you is a dream in poker? I mean, are you the living winning, it? I think the winning main event is kind of a great dream. But if I win, when I win the main event, I will continue playing poker because I like it. Right. I, I would love to play all the hundred Ks and two fifty and million dollar buy in. That's that's kind of dream also. We we talked about how did you start in poker, but uh, what are some obstacles? To, to get where you are now was there some some very hard times was there a period of time where you kind of were struggling yeah, there sure. were some hard times but actually so the life of professional poker player could be short because but you you can stop beating the game that's the main problem there are players who beat the game and then they start losing and it's difficult so you have to understand how to like create something outside of poker to have a plan B. Right. I think so that's that might be smart so that's why I decided to make all this media stuff to to be useful for the companies, like to attract people to the game. That's why, because like one day, I think one day I just can start, like stop beating the game. That's why I'm doing all the things. So that's the personal choice. Yeah, it's great to have a foundation to build something, to have a brand you can do stuff with and, and yeah. coach, teach, help, learn, promote, because you know ultimately I think as well from a business side as a player, that model shifted. You saw back in the day, poker stars, you know, probably even just like, signing guys who won high rollers who won events but really at the end of the day i think the people that enjoy poker they're going to relate a lot more to you or me or jamie staples 
or you know Doug Polk, Joey Ingram, guys are providing content analysis, um, sharing their experience and their journey than a guy that just wins the high roller. Because like you know, it's yeah. cool, it's great to be great at poker, but also winning one tournament doesn't necessitily mean yeah. you're great. You have, you have, you have to, to be. You give an interview. Or yes. Something. Yeah. Like you want to. You want to provide. Uh, it's all about uh, personality. Yes. So have a good. Have a good relation and promote the game in a good way and have fun. So that's. I agree with that. Um, how does poker in general go from here? How does it grow and be the best? So what are some ways you think we can help poker to become, you know, shown in a better light and start getting promoted more? I think that a direct should be more open to the people and to try to attract people into the game. Because like the main thing that the poker side, they need to like feed the recs and they need to find the amateur players who deposit money and like we are professional players we don't do anything to help so we have to help because the ecosystem works like that that's that's the main key i think that's why you have to be polite on the tables in live tournaments that's why you have to try to not like entertain but kind of entertain people that people would enjoy the game right that's that's the main thing for professionals but because that's why i don't like when some professionals they just put sunglasses headphones and play and behave yourself like not really cool right so you should just, we should have some codex or something. No, I think, and I've noticed that more because even, you know, myself, I consider myself a good professional, but in terms of like the GTO or the greatest players in the game, it's, I think they're starting to realize and respect more of the content. Like people that are putting Jamie Staples or Kevin Martins or, you know, guys like Matt Staples and Pav, guys that are coming up, Cordy B, the team, like they get it that there's a no limit.gg now, right? A lot of those guys, yeah. they're kind of starting to do that where they're putting content out they're They're putting themselves on Twitch and doing that because that's, that ultimately is how the game works and survives. You need new people coming in, you know, and, and to kind of learn, you need to have an ecosystem because a lot of younger players now, especially with the U.S. not having regulated uh, poker and being in the States online, it makes it hard because a lot of the, you know, there's not, if you look at the World Series of Poker stats, the 21 to 24 year olds, very low very playing low. the main oh. event, which is, you know, that sort of shows you like, at some point, if it just, if the older, if it no one knew is coming in, the game's yeah. going to sort of, uh, can be in trouble. So I think that's, people are starting to realize that that's important. YouTube's important. Twitch is important. Um, and that does bring us to the next question here. Someone asking, why did you stop streaming? They're referring to Twitch, but I don't know if you necessarily stop. You just don't stream a lot. I don't stream. I, it looks like I just stop streaming. I usually stream before, but then I, I travel a lot live tournament. That's why I just like the schedule is not usual. And actually, there are a lot of new streamers now, and I feel like I get a little bit maybe tired from that. And I play pretty high binds. That's why I just decided to make less streaming. But maybe one day I will come back. But the main thing then streaming, you have to do it regular. Right, you gotta be consistent. Yeah, for sure. And, and do you feel you give up an edge when you stream? Do you feel like people oh, yeah, are usually sure. using, they know like you're doing this or taking advantage? Like, uh, like, not, not because of that, because I just, you put a lot of attention to the chat and so on. That's why you make the bad decisions sometimes. Right, good point. Especially, so you're losing money. I'm losing money when I do that. What, what would you say in a stream, if you have the chat on Twitch and you're playing, let's say two to four tables, how would you equate like, would you assign a number to the Twitch chat? Does that count for one or two or three tables, would you say, or like of uh, your attention? Do you know what I'm saying? So I usually uh, I usually answer all the questions from the chat. Okay, That's so, why I so put a lot of attention to, to the chat. Right. I'm and trying how, to. And how many tables, what's your online, uh, I guess it depends on a day and I what's think going on. nowadays I play like up to nine tables and Sunday maybe 10, 12. But if you're streaming, it's better to play 
less. Like less, like four tables, mm -hmm. two four tables. What about this 10K on Party Poker, 20 million coming up? Will you play, will you adjust your number and, and really focus on that because it's such a special opportunity or do you still, Sunday you're gonna play your normal I think I'll up? play a few tables. I'll play this like 10K and maybe like something else, but no, not, not really much tables. Probably thinking about streaming this tournament. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You could always, in, the, in those scenarios, if you're only playing a couple tables, that could be cool to stream it and then not always show it, right? Because you don't want, if you're at the table, probably people watch you at the table. So maybe you just, yeah, but you don't really care, right? I don't really care a lot. Yeah. You're going to do well anyway. Um, most traumatic experience experience at a poker table did you ever have a strange situation or something the dramatic well it's always a drama when you bust so this world series the first tournament was 10k hyper turbo bounty and i told you that i had zero final tables on the world series and i finished 10th so i lost ace king over king queen on the river i was like it was tough and then i busted um uh, that's okay. That's those, are, those are the hardest ones, right? Those like river crazy situations. And it's just like the well. final table is coming. It was Daniel Negrana actually on the final table. And the last tournament, 5k turbo. So 11 left. I get a linking queen over queen jack. Jack, jack on the flop. And then I bust it. But it is what it is. It's, it's not a big drama. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. It in, happens all the time if you're a professional player. Something so in I never complain. Here, uh, are you lucky in your life? What's the reason to play poker except the win? Uh, is, this, is this what this says? Are you lucky in life? I'm very lucky. I think I'm very lucky, yeah. We, I think, yeah. yeah I think I, we're all alive. The fact that we're alive is yeah, lucky, we, right? Yeah, we it's travel crazy. a lot. We have a good life. So, yeah, we're very, very, very lucky. For sure. Biggest bad beat ever like is there one hand that stands out that's like the biggest is... bad bit was for Conor Drinan not for me that was aces oh. over aces and one million dollar buying you know, it's crazy I had a piece of him in that because he oh, satellited like, in oh, yeah, you know actually, that and then he was selling yeah, some action yeah, I remember I'm I not even very close with him like yeah. we're, we're friends but it's not like I talk to him all the time normally I don't have a piece of him but it was a million he basically came into a million from what 10k to a million dollar sickest that was satellite. the sickest one yeah it's, that, that was Just, crazy how did you feel about it I mean, I didn't have a huge piece, but it was like crazy that they're like, what, literally I, you know, one of my only pieces like was deep and losing. <laughs> and by I say, it's also like two point something million, I guess. Or yeah, 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 it's insane. Oh, it's huge. But yeah. yeah, so I was, that did have a little extra zing in there. Um, what is your biggest goal in poker? A lot of questions about goals. We've covered these. You have to set the right goal. That is true. I think my biggest goal is like to last longer and to be being player for the long period of time. We spoke on this earlier about support with family, so we already did oh, cover yeah, we did. that, which is great. Asking, do you still play on Poker Stars? Uh, I do, yeah. The big series and Sundays, usually. Yeah, it's cool because I would say I was spot being on, you weren't with Stars before, but that was something that was frowned upon. You basically weren't going to be able to play on any other sites where party, they're very cool. Like they kind of say, look, yeah. you know, support the site, do do your best and realize you're a professional. There's great, great value tournament or something that you really want to play. They're not going to say, do not play. So actually, this is my first time because I was with Stars last year to be playing the 10K online millions. I'm very excited about this tournament. I'm like, oh, just can't wait. Yeah, it's the first time cool. I'll get to play. So it's a, it's the largest ever. Uh, how old are you? You're 31, correct? 31, yeah. Poker Idol, we talked about this, and you coach. Have you ever done paid coaching? I do coach sometimes, but I'm not really like, I don't really work a lot with software. That's why you can better hire like the cheaper coach. And I'm, 
I'm going to add right. on that. Same thing. Have I ever done coaching? Yes. But the thing is, let's say someone says they want to, Anatoly, I want you to coach me for an hour. Your time, you travel a lot, you play a lot. You have, I, right? it's like, you, you don't, you'd rather an hour of someone paying what you would really want to charge is like they could buy a course for like a couple hours and have access to a huge library. Yeah. That's how I feel too. I almost feel wrong if someone says, hey, I want you to coach me. Be like, look, buy this course. You're going to get way more value because what are we going to do? We're going to talk about a hand. I'm going to explain it to you. You could ask your friends, probably get similar but Some answers. people, they it's just like, want to spend time with you talking about No, for that. sure. That's cool. I'm just saying. And, and so that, absolutely. So like, yeah, will I coach? Yeah, there's a price and I'll do it, but I'm just be so transparent. So how much do you charge? It's around 500 an Bro, hour. Oh, I yeah. charge 200 guests. <laughs> He's definitely a I, I would, think I can charge more, but I just, I don't really coach a lot. That's, I really don't do either because that first exact same reason, I'd rather be spend one hour on Twitch doing content, doing other stuff. So it's almost like not even necessarily my poker ability or knowledge. It's sort of just like a timing this yeah. thing. So like, I'll be very open and say, yeah, you should buy Razor Edge. You should, yeah, you should go, kind of thing, whatever, yeah. you know. That's but yeah, some people just want to hang out, talk and, and uh, it's all good. Why not? Happy, happy to talk. Um, our best guest ever for both. Definitely a great, great guest. This has been a lot of fun. We are going to do the giveaway here shortly. Uh, have you ever gambled on any casino games? <laughs> we did. We yeah, I, I know we have. I can't say, I won't answer for you, but what what about, what kind of games do you play if you go to a casino? Uh, so I usually play blackjack. Uh, this is my favorite game. But now we started to play craps because of Jeff. It, well, I can't take full responsibility for that but we, <laughs> we did gamble some on that that was fun uh, my wife is not a big casino game yeah she, she came does. and then uh, we stopped the game yeah that was it she really doesn't like it uh, but you, you were rolling well That we had a cold table you oh, rolled yeah. well and, and then, then we, I played with Layla so with my wife so the day after that, and we won and she liked it a lot so that was <laughs> craps is like it's one of those things it's not you're just gonna go and throw dice in your own it's what they, when you have a full table you're hitting the numbers hard ways people are cheering yeah, winning. It's, it's, it's a great fun it's but, but you have to understand that they the, the the gambling the, the casino games it's just for fun if you want to win a lot of money um, that's not a good yeah, you know way to think that's not where you should be headed so uh, someone at you see don't drink alcohol if you ever smoke pot no no I would have guessed no what is pot weed or what? marijuana yeah yeah no I never smoke a cigarette so I've never smoked cigarette either but I have tried pot have you been to would you go to Burning Man have you considered Burning no Man? but I saw a lot of pictures I liked it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's where I met my wife. Is it okay if you if you don't? Smoke yeah, of course. Go my back. Amelia, I met there, and she <laughs> doesn't even she doesn't drink even, let alone do drugs. Wow, so. but I was like, I saw a picture, yeah, from Lick Barry and Igor. Yeah. They all they all like to do that, and some other players, and yeah, it's cool. It's a good spot. Um, okay, well, the good news is we have gone through a lot of these questions. I'm gonna go back here. Is there anything else you would like to say? Any shout outs? Any upcoming things you're doing? Anything you wanna? Tell the people we're going to pull up this competition. <laughs> Get Fogelson can the mix and make poker fun again. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he's... I like Christoph. He's a very good player. He's a very tough player. But he, yeah, he likes to spend time banks. Actually, I like that we have the time bank cards now. It's, that's, I think that's great. Um, 55 giveaway. Let's go. Doing now. Someone's asking if there's a place to do it. So we're going to go... Oh, okay, this doesn't work. The hotkey, the, the stream deck doesn't work. We're gonna go here, we're gonna click here, and then we're gonna go over here. Oh, so, I see my subscribers in the chat, Roberts from Latvia. Oh, hello, how are you? Hello. Good to see you. He's saying hello. So let's scroll down here. Let's go here. This is how it's gonna work. So if you have answered a question, retweeted, 
and liked a lot. But you know, fifty-five dollar tickets not those aren't easy to come by. Is it for millions online? This ticket? Uh, they can use it for anything, I believe. But um, we are gonna go over here, and then I'm gonna let you tweet draw. And I'm gonna tell you. You get to tell me one. We'll give someone another second and see if they can load up again, guys. If you have asked a question on this particular tweet, so how often do you use your Twitter? A fair amount. I mean, you have is, a lot of subscribers, like 31k. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair amount. I've been using it for. I used to use this before Instagram, so you know more. I I generally try to put the same stuff. I, mean, I put vlogs, just advertise the podcasts and content on here. But I like Twitter, Instagram. I prefer, of course, it's more fun pictures and stuff. But do it de decent amount. I see yeah, you're not. You spend a lot of time in socials. I do. I have a. I was going to ask you as well if like five hours. What a day. In my iPhone, yeah. You're on five hours a day? Yeah, five, six hours. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm on a lot. I actually don't want to look. If I don't scary. play the tournament, like, yeah, I'm five, six hours. But I have someone, so Vadrian helps me with does the banners, the ads. I'm sure, like, you're not doing the vlogs, no, right? No, yeah, no, so, like, sure. you know, I have someone helping me with that stuff. But it's it's still, it's a lot of time and uh, probably too much. But, um, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to let that in. It looks like the last couple of people got this in. Uh, well, here's maybe this guy is actually the one who asked the question. Let's answer this last question and we'll do the giveaway. How do you rate the level of the 1K buying games in Sochi versus other countries? That's a great field there. So the Sochi, I like the 1K tournaments are awesome. I think the World Series of Poker is like kind of the same, but I mean, that's the different field because the Russian amateur players, they play in different way. They bluff more and so on. And I think the American players are more conservative. They're more tight. So you have, some of them, some of them getting crazy. So you have to adjust to the right. tournaments. What, what, so this is actually, I just saw another question. Your name, No Limit Pro, NL Profit, your online handle, username. What's that from? Uh, just like No Limit and Profit. You want to win. That's positive, it. positive That's profit. kind of the things, yeah. All right. Someone's going to win a $55 ticket. And I am going to let you... This one right here, this is a giveaway we're doing. Number 35 podcast in the books. We're finishing up here. Tweet draw, you tell me when, and someone's gonna win 55 from Okay, what should I do? Just tell me when. Let's go. Right now, someone is in the process of winning a $55 ticket. Winner is one, is that 1999 Smill, and they are gonna United win. United Kingdom. UK, congrats. Boom. So, we're gonna mess with you. We're coming soon. You're, oh yeah, that's right. We'll be there in uh, January, early January. It's gonna be very cold. Uh, it's not really that cold in UK this time. You have to go to Moscow after. Is it? Is it much different? It's yeah, super, it's different. In UK, super, it's not that cold. Yeah. Super more cold. Well, we'll leave you on that again, guys. Check them out. You can give them a follow across the board. Instagram would be his preference. It feels this is where he's really oh, yeah, sharing subscribe. sharing his experiences. He does stories. He does live. He's got a ton of content. A lot of fun stuff. Twitter he has as well. Not using it quite as much. And of course, his YouTube subscribe. And if you're on Twitch, you might as well give him a follow because he does pop on. He may even stream this ten thousand three hundred dollar tournament. Coming up, 20 million guaranteed on Party Poker that starts December 1st. Once those are once in lifetime events. You know, you hit you become yeah, a millionaire you overnight, and it's uh, it's a fun event, and it's going to get a lot of satellite qualifiers. It's going to be good. Uh, I appreciate it, and Atali, thank you, my friend. Thanks, bro. Yeah, Thanksgiving right here. He was did it. We did it all. We did a live podcast. Woo! He scored in the Bahamas. He'll be on the tour. You'll see him on the felt in many places, and we're going to uh, look to have some big scores with him coming up here. So thanks again for Anatoly coming here. You're only here for a day and a half, a day basically in Miami. Yeah, 
spending the time in the podcast. So I appreciate that very much. And we'll, we'll be following his career and we'll be in a lot of the same stuff. So thanks again. Give him a follow. Good luck. Follow you guys. Yes. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.